we're live. We're good. We got it. We figured it out. Oh, oh, we're live now. Now we're live. live. Now, now we're live. live. What's got funny it. is I turned on no countdown. <laughs> nothing. Just <laughs> what's funny is I turned on the audio so that I could play the intro song right when you did the fucking scream. So I, t- they were sitting in a quiet chat, and then I was just like, ah! <laughs> that was a that was a goat screaming too, wasn't it? <laughs> Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the goat scream. Meme. Scream, meme, meme, meme. Scream, meme, 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 meme. I got a uh, a soundboard on my computer. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's no, it's not. It's not cool. I've only heard one sound effect, and so far it's cool. I was doing it all night last night on the stream. Caleb was slightly not Do I look like I know what a JPEG is? Go ahead, do it. Go ahead, do it. Um. I, I changed the buttons up. I gotta find it again. <laughs> Great. We're gonna get a bunch of... Look at all those chickens! <laughs> Do I look like I know what a JPEG is? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, super so dumb. dumb. Super dumb. But it's okay. I love right. it. Next week, I'm gonna have a fart machine. Is that an okay boomer? Ben, you are a <laughs> fart machine. Hmm. Yeah, it's true. Is you that are... an okay boomer? Do I look like I know what a JPEG is? What's funny is there is a well, there's a character named Boom Hauer on that show, but no, that's uh, that's uh, King of the Hill. Oh right. Which apparently King of the Hill, like the writers of King of the Hill, wrote The Office. Yo. The mo- well, a lot if of people listen- wrote, that, wrote <laughs> well, The if, Office. No, if you listen to the the, the the Office Ladies podcast, the last episode or maybe the one before that, they were talking about I they were talking about Office yet, Olympics. But- and Office Olympics wasn't the, the guy who wrote it with Ryan um, Ryan's character. Uh, oh yeah, Greg Daniels. Uh, yeah, the the Office Olympics was inspired by actual Office Olympics that the writers of King of the Hill did in their office. Yeah, how about that. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Huh. That 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 podcast is great because I keep learning shit I didn't know and it's awesome. Uh, I listen to it while I'm at the gym. <laughs> yeah, that's it's dope. pretty awesome. Uh, how's everybody doing? We have a we have a, a guest. Oh hi! Hey, we should hi. introduce our guest. <laughs> hey, I didn't I even did, realize. I'm doing good. <laughs> I was like, what? It's a fucking. Yeah, There's no, no cast. cast. Oh, awesome. How's your How's your film? <laughs> actually, uh, it's actually really good because all last night streaming, uh, I was playing with my thumb. Like I was actually using That's my why thumb you were on doing the joystick. So good. <laughs> yeah, dude, I yeah, was doing like, great. Oh, I don't have a handicap anymore. Are you stronger and, than it was before? I was like, man, this feels... <laughs> <Bionic. Okay. laughs> no, 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 no. It's, and I actually, I can't, like, this is about as far as I can bend it. I can move it around and stuff, but I can only, like, actually flex my thumb. I bet if you pushed right it now. like this, it would pop again. <laughs> it would probably rip my yeah, tendon yeah, in yeah. half again. Yes. Give it a shot. <laughs> Give it the old chest bump. Just <laughs> see what happens. And, that, and, then, and then I'd be oh, like... Fuck. I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> uh, that soundboard came into play so much last night. You, uh, you were, or I'd be more oh. like. <laughs> I think you owe it to your viewers to tell them why you put an old lady in your podcast. Uh, she I mean, just, it's not really looked, normal. She looked cold outside. Oh, figured... <laughs> she's shivering. <laughs> No, Come so, in, dear one. As you, can, as you can see on the stream, those of you who Please, are watching... Please, sir, can you spare a podcast? Please, sir. Please, you spare a podcast. Um, as you can see, if you're watching the stream, um, or as you can hear, if you're listening to it, we have another person with us, and it is the one and only Calamity Jane. 
the AKA. grandmother of myself and <laughs> the mother of Ben. Yeah, hi. Hi. Mm-hmm. And, and friend of Ryan. And friend of Ryan. Yes. Hello. 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 Yeah, so she is and in the friend process. of the show. She is in the process of moving. And is yeah. If I look like I've been run over by a truck, it's because <laughs> I feel like it. Yeah. And uh, she's staying with us this tonight. Uh, and so I was like, hey, we should do the podcast tonight. Yeah. yeah. And include the grand, because she's kind of dope. Aww. The grand. The grand. If, if I nod off, just, 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 off, just do that just. horn. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> <laughs> beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Your dog is so needy right now. <laughs> I'm awake. Slugger put his snout up on Ryan's oh, arm. Oh. What a pretty puppy. He's very pretty. He's a Siberian husky. Siberian. A Siberian. Siberian. Uh, how's everybody's week been? Uh, why don't we lead off with our guest, who's <sighs> had a tumultuous week, I'm sure. God. <laughs> you don't know how much you can do until you do it. That's, that's how my week has been. Um, tons of friends helping me pack. But trying to organize a move in, yeah, it's just been really crazy. Because I had to do the organizing pretty much myself, even though I had lots of people to execute my orders. But anyway, it's packed <laughs> up. It's on the 66. van. It's gone to the two-men-in-a-truck yard. It's being held for three days, and then it'll be brought out on Monday. So, anyway. Yeah. Wait. Your all yes. of your stuff yeah. is yes. They took it and parked it in the yard. You know, the new place isn't ready. Per per her request. Oh yeah, yeah. This oh, is the way they operate. Oh, I was Why like, I was like, stuff? what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna move your stuff. We're gonna hang out. We're gonna hang out. Wait, what? I couldn't buy the new house until I sell the old one. So tomorrow I'm gonna sell one, move the pile of papers over. Signed a bunch more papers, then I'll own that one, and then I go in and clean and paint, and then I'll have my stuff brought out. You know, I wonder if you could have convinced. This is not very interesting to many people, but I wonder if you this could have. This is life, in, Ben. This I know. Is life. I wonder if you could have asked the bank for a three-day loan <laughs> of a cool, mm-hmm. you know, one hundred k. I'll give it right back. I promise. And then. What an interesting thought that never occurred to anyone. Yeah. No, guys. The reason that's not a thing is because it definitely has, and it probably didn't go well. Well, they had a thing back <laughs> in the day where you could, um, you could rent back after you sold a place. This happened all the time. So you, the person would buy your house and say, "I want to stay for three days or a week, or whatever," and it was like normal. And they mm-hmm. would just charge you. You know, they divide their mortgage up for three, four days out of the month. And you would just stay there, and uh, and that would give people a chance to to get out in a proper amount of time. But they don't do that anymore; it's unheard of, unthinkable. So wield. Can't really trust people. I, I guess yeah, that. I guess that's too bad because it was kind of the norm. But anyway, yeah. we're handling it. We're handling it. What, what was exciting about Norm? Uh, there's was, was a Cheers reference. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we both same way. Yeah. Ryan, how's your week been, dude? Uh, it's been pretty good. Uh, yeah, got my cast yeah. off. When did that happen? Um, pretty excited about that. Uh, yesterday. Actually. Did you uh, smash a bottle of champagne? Over no. the bow of a ship. Nope. Didn't didn't even didn't even celebrate. Because that's what you do um, <laughs> with with the cast off. Ah, uh, got it. Okay. Huh? I think they're still <laughs> lost, but I got it. <laughs> when, you, when you birth a ship, you hit the bow of the ship with a bottle of champagne. 
It's called a cast off, yeah. isn't it? It's not Don't know, are... man. No, it's called a christening. Yeah, it is a christening. Yeah. Christen the ship. Chris, Christine, what? Christening. Okay. But uh, yeah, so I got my <laughs> I got my cast taken off yesterday, and um, the therapist has very high hopes that um, everything's going well. Um, <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> well, the the only issue I'm having right now is that the uh, the scar tissue from my skin and the the tendon itself are like mended together, That's not good. so. So the well, it, it just that's just what scar tissue does. They it just can like combines together. So I have to break that yeah. at some point by by stretching and and everything. And eventually the scar tissue will soften up oh, enough okay. to where they will break free because that tendon has to move freely underneath yeah. your thumb. So it's supposed to connect um, bones just, together, not skin. <laughs> I'm I'm just hoping it's not going to be like a oof, like it you just can... happens. I'm like, oh god, like that. Feels like or else you can though. open bottles with it or something. Yeah. You'll have a special talent. You know, like, here, yeah, here, there you here's go. another one. <laughs> I'm always happy. <laughs> Unless I'm not. <laughs> uh, Super powerful. Yeah, not, another month and I should be I should be good uh, from what the doctors and the therapist so, said. So. Well, once you're uh, cleared good once news. You're cleared by the doctors, I, I do want that rematch of our thumb war. So. Yeah, like you really took me out, dude. You need to cut those nails. <laughs> yeah, the, my thumbnail shredded your tendon. Yep. Aww. <laughs> they call me the Dethuminator. Ben, how's your week been? <laughs> Interesting. Um, as my personal training business comes to fruition, I've uh, landed myself two clients this week. Leave it. Nice. Yes. Yeah. And one of um, them is like. Jesus. Ver- no, no. <laughs> One of them is like three times a week, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's awesome. he's super serious, and uh, he said money wasn't an issue. So he's like, what do you suggest, two or three days a week? I'm like, well, I mean, if you want to be serious, let's go with three. He's like, okay. Yeah. Here, here's my credit card. Yeah, two days uh, a week is not training, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, it is if you're starting from nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they really do suggest three. That's Three not- or more, less than five, and then the one today. It was just when you join Fit City Gym, who I'm, which I'm training out of, you get a complimentary session. And she's like, "Man, I didn't even want to come today. You know, I almost canceled, and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And you know, we had a good time. And she wants to actually do strength building, which is what I want to specialize in. Nice. So I was like, you know, if you all we got to do, it. You know, there's this cheap package. You can come for a few days, and I can show you the ropes. Yeah. She's like, all right, that sounds cool. Yeah, so, I bet you'll yeah. get a lot of those. Yeah, you know, just that you just you will fe- you will bounce off that that freebie and get them for a few weeks because not very many people can afford personal trainers. No, it's it's definitely not cheap, but mm-hmm. there are a lot of people that might actually need it. There's this lady so. that we know that that lady that we met recently that we so admire. Yeah, she sat down at my desk the other day and talked to me for like a half hour. Oh wow, yeah. she's fascinating. She has been, but she's been training with a trainer. For like for years, years, yeah, yeah. And the results show. Yeah, she's going to competitions and winning. Yeah, so she's she's amazing. Pretty cool. So yeah, that was my week. Um, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. Wrapping up some personal projects, starting new personal projects. For those of you who are listening, uh, and played Wipeout back in the day, I started another fan comics since Blaster Master wrapped. I've started a a Wipeout yep. Wipeout fan comic. 
based on one of the original racers from the first Wipeout game, Paul Jackson, racing for Team Fizar. And uh, we have about, uh, I don't know, we have, a, we have a full first issue planned, so that's 22 pages. Um, if it doesn't get much traction, I'm probably going to stop in eight pages at a cliffhanger. But if you guys like it and I get some feedback or some traffic, I'll, I'll keep it going. Just do a page a week. I know a page a week isn't a lot, but uh, it's not. It's free, so deal with yeah. it. Yeah. So, fun <laughs> fact: I found this at work this week. Awesome. Which is the PS4 remastered Wipeout Ultimate Collection or Omega yeah. Collection? So that's three. Wait, games. hold that up again. What is it? Oh, the Omega man. The Omega Collection, dude. It's so good, especially with surround sound. They did yeah. so much to remaster it. Yeah. It's remarkable. And then on, and then on top of that, Totaku makes these super dope. Figures. Oh wow! And I got it's the AG, AG, was AG systems. The AG systems uh, ship. Yeah. So wipeout. Super cool. So wipeout's is a, about to. I have the '64 game. In do you the really? That's great. Oh, you have wipeout '64? Uh huh. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember, remember, you didn't know what it, you didn't know what it was, and you're like, no, it's not a thing. And I was like, yeah, I didn't think there was a '64 oh, wipeout, but I also yeah. didn't have a '64. I only had a PlayStation. It's a remake of the first one. It's a little blurrier. Yeah. Because. Nintendo 64 likes to like gauzy and blur everything for some reason and it's not the same soundtrack they didn't get all the licensed music so that that was kind of a bummer Um, so mom was cleaning out her house a few months ago and she pulled out this gem fuck yeah dude (laughs) Wipeout XL also known as Wipeout 2048 in the UK this is the second game oh with uh, which is 2048's uh, on the Omega collection I just never heard of it called 2048 yeah Uh. Um, uh, so, Why doesn't the yeah. Omega Collection have Wipeout 3 on it? Cool soundtrack by Future Sound of London, Chemical Brothers, Prodigy, Underworld, Fluke, and Fotech. That's how I just, are pretty so much good. how I, pretty pretty sure that's how I discovered Prodigy. It has to mm-hmm. be. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sure. I've got video of you dancing to the Wipeout music. Snap my picture, right, Mom? <laughs> Snap my picture. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man, the number of people that use that as the fake lines for "smack my bitch up." Was it was it more than our family? I feel like we're uniquely, yes. I heard the story at GameStop. Uh, okay. Someone else told the story at GameStop. So we're not uniquely stupid. No, we're uniquely genius. <laughs> we're in there. Seeing the video of me dancing to wipeout music absolutely does not need to be found and posted somewhere. Thanks for trying. Um, ben, you've challenge, got the DVDs. You can challenge accepted. Cut it out. <laughs> uh, so my week's been fine. Uh, a lot of work. Uh, my manager at the old stop of games um, got very <laughs> sick, and so we've been covering for that all week, and that's fun. Um, yeah, I played uh, Coffee Talk last week and put together a review. Since then, um, that game was super dope. I enjoyed it a lot. It's a narrative sim, so there's not a lot of like active gameplay but there's a lot of reading and and uh discussion and you get to make lattes and it's got a new super good chill hop soundtrack what are you laughing at just because you get to make lattes yeah yay and you get to make latte art if you watch the video review on our youtube channel you get to see some of my latte art including and it's beautiful my best one at the end which is like a landscape with the sun rising over it and clouds because i'm a g so <laughs> that game was a lot of fun though um and we had to play Dis- uh, Disintegration. Sorry, not yep, Dishonored. We did. Disintegration uh, this last week. Um, and that was... I enjoyed it. The first the first night, I did not. I was like, this is... 
my he was very disinterested. My, <laughs> <laughs> my impressions also uh, ebbed and flowed as well, waxed and waned, if you will. Yeah, and by the end of the by the end of the beta, when I was uh, when I had seen all I felt like I needed to see, I was very warm on the project as a whole, um, and ex- I'm super excited to see it get fleshed out and become a become a full thing. When is the launch date? They're probably sometime this summer. I don't know okay. for sure when though. Um, speaking of launch dates, uh, also today, well, let's just, I guess let's transition into news because this is okay. news. News. Um, we What's actually new? have news, guys. I, I put news together. I didn't put it together as early as I'd like, but we have some news things to go through, and I think there's one that transitions well into our topic for the night. So let's dive into that. Uh, the first thing, and the thing I was about to say, um, Ninja Theory, a couple weeks ago, released a video that was the Dreadnought Diaries that was there. Uh, launching of their like following of the development of the next Hellblade, um, but they released a Bleeding Edge update today, um, showcasing some stuff and talking about hmm. how there's no going to be that could be any microtransactions that impact the game, and they're committed to that and uh, a bunch of really cool stuff. But the uh, open beta launches Valentine's Day weekend, and if you have a Game Pass subscription, you get in, or the closed beta is sorry Valentine's Day weekend, and if you have a Game Pass subscription, you get in for free, automatically. Nice. Um, nice. So that's exciting because that's only a week and a half away, and uh, they, they it's it's a four v four PvP action game. It where, looks like a grittier Overwatch with less guns. Yeah, it's heavily melee based. There are people yeah. with ranged weapons, but the combat is based on lock on and combo rather yeah. than oh uh, lock on. Interesting. Yeah, so like even ranged Whoa. people will, will be able to lock onto enemies and do DPS rather than like Excuse me, worrying about that. But having abilities that can cause other things, and it's all about strategizing your uh, team's actions with the with your your teammates. Um, so it looks super interesting. Um, so that's the first news thing, and I just remembered that after putting all these things up. Um, the next one, I don't really want to read the whole article. It was just it's just amazing to me that the headline is a thing. Uh, Star Citizen shows prisons and more in new video. Um, Star Citizen has been in development, active slash open slash closed beta for like seven years now. Oh, good grief! Wow. And crowdfunding has passed two hundred and sixty-seven million dollars. Somebody wants it to launch. And that's what's, been, play- to- what's been playable this whole time. Oh. Uh, yeah, a lot of it has been playable for a long yeah. time. So like, it's not just something that they can't play. And so it's not like The Last it. Guardian. <laughs> right, sure. Um, but yeah, like they've got 2,520,626 registered accounts. Good grief. Which is fucking bananas. And they still have like stuff coming out for that. Like They keep adding to it. So, I mean... I guess yeah. there's a way to do crowdfunding where you just get millions and millions of dollars over we several years. We need to years. tap into that. <laughs> yeah, we need to figure that out. <laughs> which seems like it's not possible. <laughs> um, next news thing. Activision teases several remasters and reimagined experiences coming in 2020. Um, this is from Twinfinite. Thank you, Giuseppe Nova. During Activision's financial conference call for investors and analysts, Dennis Durkin teased treats for lovers of older franchises. That's such a weird way to word yep. that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you're going to get cookies. You're going to get cookies, you nostalgic bastards. Um, in addition, our business units will continue to tap into our portfolio of beloved IP 
to bring several remastered and reimagined experiences to our players in 2020, which we'll announce closer to launch. That's Such literally as. all he said. Oh. But it could be more Crash Bandicoot, oh. more Spyro. Um, uh, hmm. I don't know what else Activision could remaster. I'm looking old it Call up. of Duties? Like a remaster of Modern Warfare 2? That wouldn't land right now with Modern Warfare mm-hmm. out. I mean, Activision no. goes back all the way to, uh, to Atari. I mean, Activision... new pitfall. <laughs> <Yeah>. Whoa. <laughs> new Pong. It's um, about dying time, I say. So yeah, in the 80s... <laughs> I've been waiting for years. <laughs> yeah, in the 80s it was like Barnstormer and stuff like that, but uh, trying to find stuff more recent. Okay, that's... Alright, I'll get back to you on that. I'll see I if think I can nostalgia find is a huge market. Monster. Oh yeah, well, Nintendo's still a company. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, here, it's organized the... by year. They have a game called Boxing. I wonder what that's about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow, okay. Double Dragon. Altered Beast. Um, uh, Go- yeah, Ghostbusters. Um, try to see. Uh, R-Type is a kind of a cult classic. Zork, remember those games? Yeah, Pitfall, of course. Pitfall's, Pitfall's a huge game for Activision. They should remaster that, remake that. Apparently they had their hands on MechWarrior for a while. Um, oh, yeah, interesting. Blast Chamber was actually kind of fun. Uh, they did well. They did Quake Two, but that's uh, Battlezone. That's uh, that's a big one. Vigilante Eight, remember that, Caleb? Yeah. All right. Um, so they got some stuff. Yeah, Vigilante Eight would be great to come out when Twisted Metal's been kind of dead for six years. Um, Tony Hawk. No way. Oh, they've got to have Tony. Oh. They definitely have Tony Hawk coming yeah. back. I've that heard would be rumors. Popular. I've heard rumors that like Tony Hawk has been um, with the. Uh, the uh, the guys that made Skate that are no longer at EA, yeah, and incorporating them into a new Tony Hawk game. Oh, bloody roar! Those games are great. Which would be dope. Um, all right, so Activision's planning on releasing some nostalgic shit. Look forward to that. Um, next is from IGN. Um, fucking, <laughs> sorry, my computer uh-huh. being dumb. Birds of Prey. <laughs> Birds of Prey has its Rotten Tomatoes score out. What do y'all think it is? Well, unfortunately, I saw Seven. your article headline, so I'm going to assume it's in the nines. Am I close? It, what did you say, Ryan? He said Six? seven. I said, not, I said seven. I was just being <laughs> okay, okay, what do you think it actually is? You said in the nines, I already, I already saw 90s, it. Or like... Yeah, an out of ten. Nine out of ten. Oh, okay. <laughs> so right now, the film is certified fresh at 86%. Nice. Which is that's huge, nice. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind but of shocking. Like, so, like Rotten Tomatoes, though I don't like. I, so the the way that I watch shows or whatever, it shows the Rotten Tomato yeah. rating on like movies yeah. and yeah. all that. And some of these are like twelve <laughs> percent. Like, like who's watching these movies and like are they your kind of movie sure, and that kind yeah. of thing? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't get how how the Rotten Tomato rating even comes out. Like, what's it break down? Like, why does it make it such a high or a low number? It's like, there's no reason a movie should be at like a, at a below 25. Oh, I can argue that. There's a Taylor Lautner movie called, uh, 
Okay, I'm talking about, okay. like, huge <laughs> movies, like, that people care about. And then, like, Ouch. oh, I think The Matrix was, like, below 50%. I was like, oh, I figured that'd be, be more than 50%. Yeah. If you're trying to rate it, if you're trying to rate it today compared to when it came out, I mean, maybe it's yeah. a different story, but. Yeah, who knows? Oh. Um, but it's encouraging so to see the, Birds of Prey rating There are well. two ratings on Rotten Tomatoes. The, the one on the left, the certified one, comes from actual, like, vetted Viewers. critics. Yeah. So that number is coming from people who actually it's their job to they have a reputation, you know, they're not just going to be like you know, mm. blasting. It was good. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I it liked was nice. It. it had a good plot. And this movie is pop, great. Popcorn, 3 out of 10. The popcorn bucket is the the fan rating. Audience score, yeah. Of yeah. and that's even higher. And typically it is higher, especially mm-hmm. with Transformers movies. Transformers tomato meter is like 35%. Yeah. Audience score, 98%. Like, oh, all right, well. Critics were like, this is creative this is, trash. This is trash movie. And then the fans were <laughs> like, fans were like, Yeah, so, you know. But it's cool to see that, like, so the certified score for Birds of Prey is in the 80s. Uh, the trailer did not. Zing says... Zing says in chat that Doolittle has a 16% critic uh, score for this 76 it's audience true. score. Oh. Yeah. Oh my 76. god. Has anybody oh. seen it? No. Uh, Zing has seen it. He said it was a Zing, Zing it has. A, it's a movie for kids. Yeah. So. Um like, yeah. It's, it's I saw kids. the trailer in the theater and I just thought, wow, that's a weird take. Well, Very dark. Fr- Frozen Very dark. was a movie for kids too and that's got What a, was? Frozen. That's got a great score. Yeah, yeah, Frozen's also Disney, and Disney doesn't get many bad-rated movies. Yeah, that's true. Oh, Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> What's the tomato on Rise of Skywalker? Fifty-two. From, from the, the fans? No, from no, no, the, uh, no, no, From the critics. From, from the, the critics. critics. What the fans 80, give it? Eighty-six from the fans. Okay. What does uh, Last Jedi have from critics? The fan one doesn't count because people tanked it on purpose. Yeah, but now it's back. It's the Berenstain dimension, remember? People like it again for some reason. Mm-hmm. No, I, the vocal minority said it was shit, and now they're all past it, and everybody who actually liked it is, is now talking, speaking up about Critics it. gave it a 91. Audience gave it a 43. Fucking Last what? Jedi is so good. Last Damn. Jedi is so good, but there were people I think into Rock you have to be putting bad scores in on purpose to tank it. Now, so. I haven't vetted my own thoughts on this. So backlash is welcome, but maybe you have to be extra critical to enjoy it. I don't that understand mean? that. Yeah. Well, the I critics mean? love it, and they tear movies apart, and they see movies under a microscope. Maybe you have to see this movie under a microscope to enjoy oh, it. Oh, that's interesting. I think. I, I mean, maybe sure, but, but I don't I think that's it. a what good idea for a movie to like. Okay, you gotta think really hard about this one for you to you like see. it at all. Okay, like you think your average Transformers yeah, viewer is gonna New York accent to, to, watch too. I didn't <laughs> to be to, to be snarky? Say, he hit us real hard. Sparky. <laughs> no, snarky. Um, Sparky. Oh, so, like, your your is your average uh, Aquaman best movie of the last year gonna love The Gentleman or Knives Out? You know, no, probably not. Sure. Right. So maybe Last Jedi just might be. Something it makes you think more. Mm-hmm. I hate to, I hate to sound that pretentious, but maybe if the if the only people that like it are critics, <laughs> sure. And all you dumbasses, you should <laughs> like it, but you don't. 
I mean, also, it's also, subjective. it's important to say that forty-three percent is not accurate. Mm-hmm. The, the fan vote on that is not it's accurate. Two hundred and eighteen thousand user ratings. Yeah, and there was news stories for like the three weeks following that movie that people were logging in a thousand times and bombing it. Yeah, because they wanted to get back at Disney. Those yeah. are not discreet be- reviews. Because people are yeah, terrible. Th- those. So the forty-three <laughs> percent is probably in reality closer to eighty, but you had. A, a large portion of I would I would bet a realistic audience score for Last Jedi would probably be I, I, your mic cut out for me so you might have said it already I'm going to say 73% I was saying 80 yeah okay sure yeah yeah Yeah. that movie's how can any rating great, system so. be accurate if you're allowed to log they in can't. more than once yeah that's it, ridiculous that's like the popularity votes for your favorite pizza joint and Emo's comes out on top because yeah, Everybody. best pizza in St. Louis. Emos. Oh, okay. Emo. I'm Fucking. sorry. All right. I'm sorry, Emos, but no. Just wash it down with the, the best I mean, St. Hodax, Louis' best beer. Hodax is, is one best wings in St. Louis, and no one agrees with it. So. No. Oh, it's boy. It's just popularity, and you just vote early and vote often. We have, I have a group of friends, and if Tech is listening, he's one of them, that go out to eat to different places every month, and some wise-ass put Hodax in the hat. One of these weeks, yeah, they and got it like got, a supper club, that- and it got picked, so we had to go, and it was awful, and everybody was complaining at the table. It was like this, it was like, imagine, <laughs> imagine sitting on a bunch of McDonald's nuggets, and then uh, soaking them in water, and then frying them again. <laughs> That's what they taste like: watery, oh. mashed up chicken. It was just watery butt nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> Zing, Zing says Emos is the place you send people who come to town that you don't want to come back. <laughs> good answer. Yeah. Emos is good if, if you eat it when it's really hot. Or if you black out <laughs> drunk. Yeah. Yeah. If you're, That's why they yeah. stay open so late. If you're in an alcoholic time traveling state. Then, um, but yeah, no, it's, it's good when it's super fresh. Uh, and then mm. if you're really desperate, it's good, good the next the next day in the in the microwave. <laughs> oh. If you're really desperate, Ben was like if, afraid if of saying that. Out if it's loud. the only thing in the house, I think I'd rather have Red Baron. Okay. By hey far. man, Red oh, Baron. Did yeah. Make it right. Yeah. Kim and I, me and Kim, have gotten really good at making Red Baron lately. It's uh. Yeah. Yo, Amanda. I'm gonna I'm offend go. the Italians by doing this, but you know. When Amanda and I go grocery shopping, we get one of the Aldi take take and bake pizzas, the ones that aren't frozen, and we throw it in without the pan underneath it. Yeah, we and and let it get crispy on the bottom. That's Mm -hmm. just so good. Yep. Yeah, they have really good. We have a pizza night once a week. It's the best. Uh, Can't wait to have uh, pizza night with my kids. You can go to Schnooks and get uh, Dogtown pizza. It's very good. Very very good. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Since, yeah. we're, since we're reviewing we're food, oh, God. Uh, Four Hands has these local restaurants that they collaborate with and put put their someone touch my spaghetti. Go on. And put and the, and so there was. I had a Four Hands pizza with sugar fire barbecue chicken. You, I who buys stuff like this? I you did. did I was really hungry. Americans. Anyone? He didn't like it. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was just tasted it was too sweet. The barbecue sauce was too sweet. Bread wasn't good. I'm gonna rein us back in. Okay. We're not a food podcast. We're not a food podcast. Okay. Okay. All right. Dude, dude, I I, I almost got the crickets. 
<laughs> installed, installed on my computer and was about you to hit it, dude. <laughs> I was so close. Caleb saved the day. So, all right. Um, <laughs> second to last news thing for our topic. Phil Spencer uh, in a conversation this week with uh, I don't remember like a new tech website um, said, and I'm reading his words. When you talk about Nintendo and Sony, we have a ton of respect for them, but we see Amazon and Google as the main competitors going forward. That's not to disrespect Nintendo and Sony, but the traditional gaming companies are somewhat out of position. I guess they could try to recreate Azure, but we've invested tens of billions of dollars in cloud over the years. Um, He says, I don't want to be in a fight over format wars with those guys while Amazon and Google are focusing on how to gain on how to get gaming to 7 billion people around the world. Ultimately, that's the goal. Man. So, yikes. So we're we not know in where, Kansas anymore. Yeah, so we know what direction they're heading. Yeah, Xbox I think is planning for a future mm-hmm. and like, yo, well, if for, we're going to well, have for cloud-based. Yeah. If we're going to have games on our phones. Right. Ugh, this is an appeal to me. It's not my demographic. So, I mean, I'll let, it, I'll let it be someone else's. It's I never just not thought mine. I would watch movies on my phone, but I do. But you can also you can also stream those things to a PC. Mm-hmm. And if you could have a computer monitor and a PC box that was nice and cheap and just had good internet, you'd be able to stream all yeah. these games without having to buy a, a eight hundred dollar computer. So like, well, and you'd be able to you'd be able to hook your uh, your phone up to your or your controller up to your phone, so you don't have to mm-hmm. use. The touch screen yes. do it. You can still play off these yeah, that's nice. giant phones because you can still, <laughs> yeah. you know. Also, I've played, like, Apple Arcade games with my Xbox controller on my iPhone. It's fucking magical. It's so ridiculous using a controller looking at my phone, like, at a, at a, like, at a coffee shop waiting for a friend to show up. It's so cool. Or while your friend is droning on. I mean, that would be right. <laughs> I'm not an asshole. Uh, <clears throat> Caleb, remember, like, Five years ago, they came out with that. It was probably more than that. Um, that device that I bought that you could actually hold oh, your phone it. and it connected to your yeah. It's gonna be useful. Soon. Dude, the fact that that's the, the fact that that's gonna be relevant. <laughs> actually, I'm seeing that stuff on yeah. Amazon, Amazon and stuff and is you insane. It for, for us like, in 2014. Yeah, I bought it because Battlefield Three came out with the commander yep. thing, and you what you could do is you could pull the companion app up, and you can even see the map. So you could see what's going on just by looking down at the map yeah. instead of like pulling the map up on your oh, actual screen. That. Yeah, it was super dope. And so. now those things actually have a use. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, all right, last news thing. Now, we lingered on food for a little bit, so I apologize. To those of you purists who are like, news was longer than 20 minutes. Uh, starting, This is a tweet from Rod Ferguson, the current head at The Coalition, which is the studio that makes Gears. Uh, this was the 5th, so yesterday? What's the day? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yesterday at 5.30 p.m., he said, Starting in March, I will be joining Blizzard to oversee the Diablo franchise. Leaving is bittersweet as I love our Gears family, the fans, and everyone at the Coalition and Xbox. Thank you. It has been an honor and a privilege to work with you all. Ooh. So the guy in charge of Gears, who got a studio started to make Gears and then made Gears 4 and 5, is uh, gonna head up the Diablo Four project. I am nonplussed. Why? I don't know. It just doesn't feel. I don't know. I just. I, I don't know. I don't know. I just Gears hasn't done much for me <laughs> lately, and I don't know what his presence will bring to Diablo. It just doesn't. I don't know. Huh? All right. Maybe. It's a, 
I I saw it as a big deal because Rod is this guy who came in and built a studio from the ground up and then put out two of the most ambitious Gears of War games that we've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, and then now is going to help D, help Blizzard, one of the biggest... Blizzard wanted him That's to run intriguing. Diablo. Like, I want to know why. That's exactly. intriguing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I... It, yeah, maybe he maybe he pit, maybe he pitched himself says hey I've got some really great ideas. I mean yeah. I'm sure that was a part of it, but that that the conversation doesn't happen unless they're interested in the clout of the person first, right? Like I could pitch good ideas and they'd be like dope, thanks for the ideas, and then just make them themselves. Yeah, but I mean I'm sure the and them they had to be interested in him for some reason. Why would right. they reach out to him for nothing? I'm saying he maybe he came to them and said hey I love your series, but it needs to go this direction. And they go in. Oh yeah, you're right. Come on in. What would it take for us for you to jump ship? Sure. So I'm, I, you know, I'm willing to bet that's something had to happen for this communication to even take place. Yeah. Yeah. So that's dope. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Nonplussed. We'll see. I don't know what that means. I don't even know what nonplussed means. So. L- l- ready? Watch. Ready? <laughs> there. That's nonplussed. It's just sort of meh. For those listeners, it's, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, for you listeners, it's M E H. I just don't. I have no reason to care. Mm. I mean, Diablo's huge. Gears is huge. And yeah, some... it's big wheels moving. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So it's interesting, I guess. But yeah, um, I don't know what else. Rob contentless. Ferguson, I don't know what else Rob Ferguson's responsible for. He's kind of a big deal, if I recall. My brain says big deal. Um, uh, he is known for. I've got to pull up. He's been with Microsoft since '96. Half Life, Half Life, Counter Strike, Gears of War, Unreal Three, Gears Two, Fat Princess, Shadow <laughs> Complex, Lost Planet Two, Infinity Blade, Gears mm. Three, Infinity Blade Two, Bulletstorm, Judgment, Gears Judgment, Infinity Blade Three, Bioshock Infinite. Mm. Ooh. And then Gears Four and Gears Five. That's okay. not a bad resume. No, that's, um, let me see here. Uh, I mean, Train Simulator, whatever. But that was, that's kind of a flawless resume. All those games did really well. Yeah. Uh, so Microsoft from 96 to 2005, Epic except from for 2005 to Bulletstorm had a tumultuous launch, but. So that game's got a, a huge cult following. Uh, Epic from 2005 to 2012. <laughs> Irrational Games from 2012 to 2013. Yeah, he's a big Coalition deal. Coalition from 2014 to 2020. He's been in the industry for 20 years. He should retire. <laughs> but. Not if he still likes it. Yeah, if he's having a good time. Oh, shit. That's the other big news. Speaking of retiring, um, Dan Hauser, the co founder of. I was. I the was co founder of Rockstar, up. left Rockstar. Well, he's leaving March 11th. Yeah. He, he stated that. Yeah, he and like, after, after Red Dead 2 came out, he uh, took like a long sabbatical in that spring. And then I guess yeah, it was uh, yeah spring of nineteen, yeah. so last year. Um, and that dude is responsible for some incredible titles. He's got Grand Theft Auto, Max Payne, Red Dead Redemption, Two K games, Bully. and Bully. All that head writer yep. for yeah the lead lead writer for Bully, Red Dead Two, and Max Payne Three, and Red Dead One. I slurped. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Nice. So that's a big deal. Um, it is, and that mm, 
Who knows, man? And, like, this leads into the topic, right? Because the Rod Ferguson conversation, he's going from one studio to another studio. So, like, well, it'll be interesting to see what he does. But Dan Hauser is either done with games or going to go start something on his own, which seems weird because his brother is still at Rockstar. As, as the, the president. president. So it's not like maybe they had a huge disagreement and they just, I don't know. But it sounds more like Dan might have gotten burnt out. Because yeah, there was articles coming out when Red Dead 2 came out about them taking doing 100-hour work weeks writing right. the story of that game. Yeah. Um, yeah Wait, writing it or just in production? The He said the writing team would have 100-hour work weeks for weeks in a row. It's an 80-hour yeah. game with, with dozens of side quests and yeah. probably... Thirty to 50,000 lines of dialogue? That's not easy. And rewrites yeah. and reshoots and all sorts of shit happen ah, in that game. It seems unsustainable, but it's Rockstar, so... <laughs> they can kind of do whatever they want. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Um, but speaking of burning out, uh, we've had a lot of conversations recently about burning out ourselves um, and uh, in specific genres, so I wanted to talk about that this week. Um, and most specifically, I guess, like, me and Ryan have had conversations over the last, like, two weeks trying to figure out what our next direction's going to be. And that sounds ominous. And I don't mean, like, we're not going to do the podcast anymore. I'm lost. What I mean is, like, Ryan and I both came to this conclusion a couple weeks ago that, like, we we play too many shooters. Like, that's it. Call of Duty and Battlefield and gears and whatever it is like most of the time when we're playing something we're playing a first person shooter apex. and we're starting to feel apex yep absolutely we're starting to feel that like genre fatigue right we're starting to get tired of the genre and then i brought that up to to nan and she mentioned having reached a point where she was just kind of fed up with playing shooters because all it is is well, point point and she was playing two shooters that are often compared to one another yeah. <laughs> destiny and warframe Sure. And yeah. I mean, I got to the point where I just went like, Bleh. I just couldn't do it anymore. I had to, I walked away for two weeks and didn't play either game. Didn't pick up a controller. And it's a shame because I didn't have anything else that I wanted to play, and so I played nothing, which kind of <laughs> leaves a big hole in your and then I And then you came over and we looked at Game Pass stuff, and you were like, oh, that looks interesting, yeah, that looks interesting, that looks and cool. we yeah. installed like five things. So, yeah. Yeah, so I guess the... Uh, the, to the the topics out there. Uh, the question is: Has anybody else experienced genre fatigue like this? And when? And and what was it about? <clears throat> well, I I jumped over to Ark for fucking two months straight, yeah. almost with with barely playing Rocket League and uh, Call of Duty, and I haven't touched apex other than maybe two or three times like two or three like days out of the past four months yeah so i mean i thought i thought i was gonna stick to that game like crazy um, Tech did. but call of duty <laughs> yeah of call of duty came out and they they dropped a really good game so that's one of the main reasons why i dropped apex but i, I had to switch complete genres like i enjoy doing minimalistic stuff like arc I mean, shit, I played Farm Simulator like it was nothing yeah, sure. for quite a while there, yeah. too. Um, so, I mean, it cha it did change the change it up for me, but the my fatigue right now is that 
I'm waiting on an update that should have been out a week ago that they postponed for an extra month. Not sure if that's going to be an extra month on top of that, like just because Arc is putting out uh, a new DLC that's, and they're really bad at like delivering on DLC dates and things in general in their game. So, um, so yeah, my fatigue's basically I play the old games or I don't play anything else. Yeah, so. yeah, and it's a that's an interesting thing where like part of genre fatigue I think comes from getting super comfortable in that genre and like making it like your primary like uh it's your comfort zone so you're like oh call of duty's out i know how to play those games i'm gonna jump right into them Mm -hmm. and then you just get into the habit of doing that when it happens and then you find yourself a year and a half later like i've only been playing this you're on autopilot almost sure yeah yeah yeah. well i think the industry has a bit of a bit of that fatigue as well i feel like <clears throat> call of duty was a remaster i don't know if they expected it to get as big as it is right now but uh i mean it's not really a remaster but half those maps are old maps right um and then uh you know apex was just sort of launched out of the blue and that took off but besides those you know what are the games that won all the game of the year awards right they're all they're not fps um well that that's a, that's also because they separate out those categories, right? Like, mm-hmm. you get a best shooter, and that doesn't really shooters don't really apply to anything. But I mean, I guess right not um, necessarily. I'll, I'll look at other years just see if I can cross reference it. Um, best ongoing: Sea of Thieves. Best remake: Resident Evil. Uh, Goose Game freaking won. Uh, Apex, of course, won. But Red Dead was third person, not first person. Disco Elysium, Outer Wilds. So. Yeah, it could. Yeah, Outer Worlds won an award too for best RPG or no, not best RPG, something. I thought. Um, so a lot of games it. use a lot of games use the first person uh, perspective to to tell their their stories or to uh, draw in their players, and so like, I think being burnt out from a first person shooter is perhaps the most daunting thing, because. While it's not like there aren't other games that aren't first-person shooters, the, I think the largest part of the market is like, yo, first-person, let's go. Let's go shoot shit. Um, even Sea of Thieves, is, when it comes to fighting things, it's a first-person shooter. And not, not very up. good at it either. <laughs> and it's not a great shooter, sure. <laughs> the, the navigation and the navigation and the, and the cannons are the funnest part of that oh, game for yeah. me, 100%. But when I'm fighting hand-to-hand with somebody, nope. Yeah, it's There's it's too much lag. It's too unrealistic. It's just very difficult. Yeah, um, and but then you've also got companies like uh, Ubisoft that are trying to mix it up with like games like For Honor or Bleeding Edge, which is coming out. I'm excited about that game because it's not a first person shooter. Yep, that game I looks dope. The character design's dope. You can you can bet that if I a game's coming out and it's a first person shooter in the trailer, I'm I'm going to be a little hesitant. <laughs> mm-hmm. Interesting. Right. I'm the opposite. You're automatically in more invested if it's a first person shooter I have been yeah hmm. like Call of Duty came out and I was like or the trailer for Call of Duty came out and I was like man this looks this good and it's in first person like that's the level of immersion that we haven't gotten in a shooter in a minute yeah or um, you know it like I do want to address what Zing said yeah, he yeah. says he goes through cycles with Minecraft and Sea of Thieves because of their regular regular updates 
Sure. So uh, now that's not exactly genre fatigue. That's uh, franchise fatigue or or mm-hmm. specific game fatigue. You know, I'm I'm yeah. I'll actually not play Warframe if you can believe it. And when they release an update, mm-hmm. I'll be like, oh okay, let me go check it out, and I'll be in for a few weeks. That's pretty regular, I think, especially as games as a service is continuing to evolve. Uh, you know, uh, I would yeah, say that's the Fortnite, idea, the, the yo-yo, the back and forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say Fortnite paved the road, and then. Uh, Rocket League definitely was part of that construction crew with regular updates. Sea of Thieves definitely jumped on that 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 model, and then it's continuing to evolve now with uh, what's the game you just said earlier in the news that said it's not going to have any DLC, any paid DLC. Bleeding Edge. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, and then lot, that's that's the newest thing. You know they'll do. Disintegration's uh, also not going to have any paid DLC. Yeah. Disintegration's going to be all free DLC. So it's it's the same but different. You can have franchise fatigue or, or game fatigue but like a genre fatigue I'm, I'm trying to recall at any point where I felt like all I did was first person shooters but I don't know oh I haven't played RPGs in a long time I, I beat um, I beat Mass Effect Andromeda and since then I haven't really played any it's been like two years <laughs> me neither uh, Assassin's Creed I played through Assassin's Creed Origins which was that fall but that's not Technically, an RPG. I would. A, a I kind of wouldn't action. call Mass Effect an RPG either, but. Well, you've got decisions you can make that alter Decision the based. game that you mm-hmm. get. I guess. What would you, what I don't know. Would you consider? Uh, Witcher, and. I haven't played Witcher. Uh, Final Fantasy, and. I can't believe it. Knights of Armorlure, I think, was a big one, and uh, you know, I would say game like Diablo and stuff like that. Those are definitely more RPGs in my mind. The classic Weird, format. I don't see Diablo as an RPG at all. Um, what do I they mean, consider it's it? It's a dungeon crawler. It's an action yeah. game. Yeah. But it's got all the elements of a hardcore RPG. The character building and all that stuff. Yeah. I, I always characterize RPG like, by character... Do you remember Baldur's Gate? Those old D&D top-down yeah. games? Yeah. Those are role-playing games. Yeah, so... but I characterize a role-playing game by you being able to like interact with the story in a meaningful way. You do. But does everybody else... <laughs> Well, yeah, that's part of playing a role, right? Is having yeah. a role to play in the story. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like oh, so yeah, Diablo's an action RPG, but yeah, sure. Um, uh, what's what was that game, Mom? That you and I started. Uh, we were the Englishman, and his family died in a raid, and you run off and be a knight, just sort of by consequence. Kingdoms of, uh, uh, Kingdom Come. Yeah, yeah. Um, Deliverance. First person medieval game. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, that that's an RPG to me, and then that that's an American or like at least a Western RPG like that in Witcher, and then of course the other side of the spectrum is near Automata and Final Fantasy and that all, all that batshit stuff from Japan. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but yeah, near Automata is definitely an RPG, and uh, I like it a lot. I just can't drive. It doesn't have that God of War pull to make me play it and nothing else. I'm playing God of War right now for I'm the first time. Yeah, wow. I just went to Alfheim and uh, nice. just got past the scene where um, Atreus gets grabbed by the Dark Elf and pulled away. Yeah, and Kratos goes fucking nuts and like knocks down a pillar to get to. Yeah. Just start punching this thing and pushes it over. Yeah, fucking it's good to see. It's it's fun to watch the old Kratos come out bit by bit as you yeah. progress through the game. Also, yo, sorry, sidetrack. It'll be quick. I promise. Thirty seconds. There's a heavy attack when you hold the right trigger R two. Mm-hmm. Where he like sets and then turns and swings this big overhanded thing, and I timed it perfectly as a dark elf flew in to attack me, 
So it was like, whoom, and then like instant, like knocked him down, cut him in half, and it was like, huh, this game is perfect. <laughs> yeah, they they worked mm-hmm. real hard on the combat in that game. It feels extra juicy. God, Grant, just like, Rah! yeah, <sighs> yeah, stuff open. It's great. Yep. That game had its teeth in me for probably, I don't know, I don't remember how long, but it didn't let go until I was finished. And then yeah. I played a little extra to try to get to 100%, and I couldn't, but, <laughs> yeah. So I'm playing Portal. Two. Two. Alright. Again. Not anything new now, yet. now that's a nice, <laughs> that's a really nice refresher. After it's still a first person shooter. Oh yeah. yeah, but there's not like bad guys shooting you all no, the you're time, right, you're right. I was and I think that was gonna I was gonna yeah. segue into that. I think the thing that's most exhausting to me about um, Warframe and Destiny because I've been playing Destiny two, Destiny one, Destiny one, Destiny, you know, back and forth with my sister. <laughs> Density. Density, yeah. Mm-hmm. And is that I'm just get really sick and tired of constantly being in in a. There's no puzzling. There's no problem solving. There's just Banging away constantly the whole time. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I, I think that's probably what exhausted me. Shoot it and else. you will do it. Yes. Done. So anyway, I would like to have yeah. a game that has some other element involved instead of just turning a corner, cleaning a room, turning another corner, cleaning out another room, and then get the bad guy. So for everybody who seems to have been impacted by this in some way, Ben couldn't find a genre that he's gotten tired of because he's better than us. Um, but <laughs> what's a what's a genre or game that like you have not gotten into um, that you are have been thinking about more when you've been thinking about the idea of like I need to mix it up a little bit like what kinds of games do you want to play more that you haven't been able to or that you're willing to try out um, Ryan I think this question is probably most pertinent to you because you've kind of been um, a, a one directional gamer for a little bit. It's been a lot of shooters and you're starting to branch out now into yeah. like story and open world like survival, like arc. Like what uh what do you see on the horizon that's got you excited about playing games again? <clears throat> well me and you me and you were talking about playing um Stardew Valley, which I mean it's not single player but it is because it has its own story. I super want to play that thing, game too. but we can co but we can co op yeah. it so is the is the co op story? Um, or is it just a farm? I think so. I think it's yeah. I think it's story. Oh man, I'm so down. That game's installed. Like I'm so down. Yeah, because I like the the whole management of the game of like developing your farm, like developing the farm and that kind of stuff. But then then you have to go out and you know go chat with people. You have to build relationships with people sure. that kind of stuff. So it it dives in deeper than most people think the actual Zane game said is. He's put and, fifty hours into it this week. Yeah, I I, I want to get into that game real bad, yeah. and then um, oh I I might just revert back to going back through Farm Simulator because I haven't touched that in a long time either, and I've been kind of feeling that sure. urge to do so. so. Yeah, sure. Ben, do you have a genre of games you're trying to crack back into, or or just crack into altogether? I mean, I think about Kingdom Come and Witcher a lot. I mean, they're so engrossing, but it's just I don't have the time. I know that those games are going to take so long to finish, and I just can't afford that right now. Uh, well, I also what if you what if you stop playing Call of Duty or Warframe? Like, would uh, you would you sacrifice those things to get into something that you've missed out on? Well, as as we've discussed before, I I um, 
this is sort of one of the few ways I interact with either you or many other people is to get online and do something. Yeah. So I spend all day, you know, working two jobs now, three if you count school, and the, I want to get online and, and hang out with my buds. I don't want to get on. Like, I've got uh, Remedies it's last game. It's, it's your butthole. Yeah. I actually do have a butthole. Um, that's a part. Uh, that's a, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, good, that's place, a good place. Good place good reference, place. everybody. Um, uh, and I think um, I've got Remedies last game installed. What was it? You got control? No, the last. Sorry, previous to that. Oh, Quantum Break. I got Quantum Break installed, and I did that. And Quantum then coming, in, I, once you said the episode, like you have to sit around and watch an episode. I'm like, man, I got two hours to enjoy myself before I have to go to sleep. Before so I should play go to for sleep for an hour and a half, and then right before you go to bed, watch an episode of a show and de de stimulate. No, but you're your missing brain. the missing the point. I want to hang out with my friends. <laughs> so like, oh yeah, well, it's the back catalog issue yeah. again. We talked about that. Yeah, like. I played I've, Red Dead with people in a party. I and we didn't talk yeah, a ton. I, we talked about this. I, don't I just do think that. That I think the social aspect is 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 probably changing the way people play. Guys, I don't I hear. I, go ahead. Sorry, I don't, no, like to don't you? I mean, I'm just observing you guys because you guys. You're absolutely right. More. I I think people prefer co-op and multiplayer now so much more that I think it's going to change the direction of gaming. See, I think that. It's weird to not be willing to do something single player in a party. Like, we watch, you go watch movies with your friends, and if you're not at the movie theater, if you're at the house, you do say things to each other. But, but you know that's what? still time you're spending together hanging out. Yeah, but when we're in the movie, they shut up. <laughs> yeah, have you have you played Hopefully. Call of Duty and had somebody playing GTA in the same lobby? And, I mean, we had it the other day. We had, like, three different games going on at one time, and we're just like... All right, we got to leave yeah. because oh, sure, if people sure, are playing Rocket sure. League, you're calling right. things out. Well, you don't want to be sitting there playing a single player game and all different somebody's playing Call of right, Duty. Right. Anyway. Yeah, r- raging out and stuff just because people See, are destroying. I might as well not be in a party. There's no reason for that. Because yeah, if I, I have to turn you down that. to listen to the game, then why am I in a party? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I, I still want to jump in and talk. And most games don't need your but, full attention 100% of the time. I think you guys are overestimating that. Like, de- I Red think that's Dead, not, not... What's the game? I can't remember the name of this game that I just said. Kingdom Come Deliverance. No. The Quantum Remedy Break. game. Quantum, Quantum Break. Break. Sounds like it's going to be constantly reinforcing you with story elements. That's not a nah. game you can mute. No, it's a shooter. It's They made Max Payne. It's a shooter. Max you Payne has around, constant narration. <laughs> you run around and blow shit up, and then you get a cutscene. And then you run around and blow shit up. No, a game like a game like Witcher and Warcraft. Uh, Warcraft. What am I what? saying? Warframe. <laughs> yeah, Warcraft yeah. 2, for that matter. Um, you spend most of your time just hunting and gathering. So yeah, jump in a party, have fun. But there are some single player experiences that I want to be so connected with. I, I don't want the distraction of a party. But mm-hmm. and that's why I don't play it because I'd rather be in a party. <laughs> so the backlog groweth. So mm-hmm. yeah, I yeah. guess my genre fatigue is. Uh, my own need for social interaction. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm tired of that. I wish I could dump that and just knock out some of the back catalog. But dude, you played through Star Wars while I was beating. Yeah. Something else, and we were in a party together. Yeah. And you would just go, "Oh my god!" And I'd be like, <laughs> "I need to play that game so bad." <laughs> and I enjoyed that time a lot because it. I don't know. I referenced fun. this last time we talked about it. It's it's like when you. It was more of a popcorn game, but... Yeah, yeah. 
It, and it reminds me of like the time when you had a crush on someone in high school and you just sat on the phone and talked to him for like three hours. And a good hour of that was you just like sitting there doing shit. Jordan does this. Jordan will be on the phone with his girlfriend playing Call of Duty with us and they're not talking. Yeah. And then she'll say something and he'll be like, what? And then they'll start talking for a second and then they'll come back. And like that's that's a, still a really like connect. Con- Unhealthy. <laughs> <laughs> It's still that still feels like a very cool and very like intimate connection with me because like if I can be in a chat with you and not have to talk to you, uh, but like that's be like able to be able to share <laughs> moments that happen as they happen while I'm doing it, that's dope. Like I've played through sleep in different rooms, yeah, <laughs> separate beds like Dwight and Angela. Um, I I played through a lot of the last parts of Red Dead while people had moved past me. Uh, especially Assassin's no no Assassin's Creed Origins I burned through pretty quickly. Um, Mass Effect Andromeda I was in a party with you guys putting 120 hours into that game in like a month and a half. Um, and it was completely single player and it was all I played, but I yeah. loved like being in parties while you guys were doing stuff because uh, it was still there and I could still weigh in if a conversation got somewhere and I could pause the game. Um, I think the idea of being completely, completely, completely into and enthralled by something to the point where you can't do anything else <laughs> is, I don't know many games that force that, other than Death Stranding. Okay, alright. Shoot. Maybe, maybe maybe the person needs that forced on them. Yeah, that's a good point. I would, I would not want my Death Stranding experience sullied by you clowns in the background, sorry. You know what, you know what you guys are saying? This is a generation that can't watch a movie at home without checking on the internet. <laughs> yeah, you, you got know? a point there. I can. Uh, it's quite true, and I'm, I've gotten pretty bad at it, too. I mean, we've all been influenced by overstimulation. I think that's what you're saying. You're playing a game, you're talking to your friends, you're all in different games, yep. and it, that's what it takes to keep us motivated these days. Unless, unless you're in a party with other people playing a single-player game that they're invested then in. Then everybody's then quiet. Yeah. 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 Shh. Where you, where you can start up for like a two-minute... Hey, guys, what do you think? Hold on, hold on. Shh. Okay. <laughs> that one. Yeah. yeah. That was, that was the, the beginning, the first weeks of Red Dead. That was all it was. Bunch of people on a party, all playing Red Dead, and it was just like... Or up, you guys? say something and What's nobody up? responds mm-hmm. because they've got you turned down because there's a cutscene going on. See, I don't turn it down unless it's a multi- y'all play multiplayer what? single player. Let, let me finish my sentence. So if there's a full conversation going on, Reaction- you just let it blend into the story? like Reactionary? A- no, you didn't let me finish. I don't turn it down <laughs> unless. unless y'all are playing multiplayer and it's a cutscene. So if you guys are just having a conversation and I'm running around in the open world or I'm, I've got a normal... I've got subtitles on all the time. So I zone, I zone out what's going on or I turn it down a little bit. And I can still hear what's going on. And if something pops up, I pause it. And I go, oh, what? And talk about it. I don't I don't need to be so... I can focus on something and take a break from it. What? But, that, that, but I what think that, that comes from... I think that comes from, like... But you're not going to get... Well, you did. But most people are not going to get that full absorption of the atmosphere. Being in another time in another place, if they're... If, if they don't spend some time in that game, fully invested in the game, the yep. music, the dialogue, the scenery. I yep. had those moments, too. Mm-hmm. I had those moments, too. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean I know that you, I couldn't I know hang out with my friends. Did. You certainly did, because I know it impacted you. Yeah. Hugely. Like, I don't know. It's, uh, I tried to get you to play Red Dead forever. 
uh, and then didn't learn from that experience when y'all were trying to get me to play Warframe. Um, anyway, we've been on a tangent. What are you thinking about playing now that you're out of the out of love with FPS? Um, going back to um, Portal. Some racing games. <laughs> yeah. Wipeout. <laughs> oh, Speaking sure. of Wipeout. <laughs> um, not Dishonored. Oh, God. The, the, um, the biotech game you said I gotta go back and finish. Deus Ex. De- yeah, excuse me. Yeah, Deus Ex. I didn't finish two. And I loved one. I loved it. Played it. Enjoyed it. I'm really thinking about getting back into that. I want to start you, those games over. You have. <laughs> I yeah. like those maybe games I, so much. Maybe that's what I should do. They're so good. Yeah. You guys played those? Yeah, feels like you're playing it on the cloud on the other side of the planet with a bad connection. It's just so f- fucking slow and Deus Ex. I think you had a weird bug or something. No, that game was not slow to me. I, I beat the me. I beat the first one, uh-huh. and I just I've tried three times to play the second one, and I just I can't do it. I, I wondered how I'd feel about it going back and approaching it again because sometimes I love games, but it takes me more than one t- attempt. But um. I liked it because you could you could attack you could solve um, there are solutions of multiple. Well, most multiple most solutions. yeah most rooms are a puzzle because yeah. it's like you got mm-hmm. ten guys you can kill them you can knock them out you can go completely unseen and you can do any combination of yeah. those three things. And you don't have mm. to do you don't have to find open all the little cabinets and open all the secret doors. You can solve the game so many different ways. Yeah, that's um, another reason I got fatigued with RPGs. Because I hadn't taught my brain not to do fucking everything. <laughs> yeah. And like, as soon as I was like, I'm going to do enough and I'm going to get to a point I where I'm like... I have to crack this safe. Eh, no, you don't. <laughs> I've done enough. I'll move on. And yeah. I'll be alright with yeah. it now. Uh, that happened in God of War today. I was running through uh, and like moving the the bridge in the, the Lake of Nine. And I was like, there's a bunch of spirits to free so I did all four of those and then he was like go free my men that are under the lake and I was like I'm not even gonna look like I'm, I've done enough I'm gonna push the story forward uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, the side quests can really bog you down yeah and I think I let that happen to me with a bunch of things that like like Witcher I was like man there's a different job every day <laughs> don't do them <laughs> yeah. just don't do them fucking push through the story and then if you mm-hmm. wanna do shit afterwards go back and do it um, that game also gives you contracts that you can't do until you're level 50 when you're level 2 so it's like, I mean, you can grab this if you want, but it's just going to bug you for 80 hours. Yeah. You'll walk in, get your ass kicked. How far do I have to play that game to get into it? Because I've done... Oh, you'll get into it immediately. Okay. Because I've, cause I've gone to the point where he's training the little girl and twice, and it's like... So you're saying you haven't, <laughs> so you're saying you haven't gotten through the intro once? <laughs> yes. Okay. It doesn't interest me. Well, you have to get through the <laughs> intro and go to a town where the ki- the kids are being stolen away I from don't... the fields by a griffin, and go hunt down the griffin. And while you're doing that, get distracted by a side quest about a woman who was killed and whose arm fell off uh, for her skeleton into a well. And so you have to dive down the well and find the arm to put it back together during the daytime specifically, so she can come back as a spirit, so you can put her soul to rest. And then you can go back to her family and tell... Like, that game's side quests get me. Like, yeah. every side quest felt important. Mm-hmm. Like, I showed up at night to a town that was abandoned and was like, oh, it's a day lich. Fuck. So I like, had to go do something else, come back during the day, and then, like, mm-hmm. put these things together and, yeah, put her put her spirit to rest. And then, like, I could go back and be like... Oh, okay. Caleb, did you do the... Um, did you watch the show? 
haven't yet, no. Um, something happens if you curse a child, it comes out like a little demon baby. I'm sure somebody in the chat would remind me what it is. Uh, but there's there's somebody curses a child in the game, and it's this it's this deformed little child just running around with the umbilical yeah stri, uh, uh, strigger. I think it's stri, striga is the mother or something like that. And then um, yeah, they love to have this whole lexicon. But so you have to find the baby and then bury it somewhere specifically. And then, like, the that father has to, like, forgive, forgive it or something. I mean, I forgot, but it was really emotional because this, this guy, like, uh, had a had a kid with this, his young wife. And then the wife ran away. And then the curse, the kid became cursed. And then you had to chase the kid down. This is a deformed little demon baby with sharp teeth. And then you had to give this deformed demon baby back to the father that didn't want it. And he starts crying. And you have to, like, bury it. And it's awesome. It was so bury cool. Bury so, alive? Well, uh, yeah, 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 but that that released its soul, okay. you know, and let it let it well, rest, something like well, that. I'm all about that. Yeah, that sounds so fucking great. Yeah, it was. You'd love, it was, you'd love Witcher so much, dude. And voice acting's all on point and all that stuff. It's, yeah, it's voice acting's good. great. Yeah, it looks great. The first town I rode into that was like had soldiers camping in it and dead bodies in the fields and like. It's just everything felt so real and lived in. Oh, yeah. And it's a huge game, right? It's just like yeah, weird. it's uh, like you you could play that game for two hundred hours if you yeah. did everything. So that's probably what I'll be doing next. Yeah, that and maybe finishing Deus Ex. Okay, the Striga was the cursed mother. Ryan, do you have a a With game you're looking at next other than Stardew? Um, oh. or Stardew, your uh, your go to right now? Um, I'm probably gonna do some racing too. I got. I have uh, Wreckfest, and I haven't touched it since the first day that I got it. So I need to get that was up that, too. Uh, but game? that wasn't Game Pass. It was like a free weekend. It was on Games with Gold. Was it really? Yeah, it was games. It was Games with Gold, but it was like the three oh, okay, days okay. or whatever. Days of play or whatever. Okay. Yeah, but I've, I've also so like first person shooter. I, I want to get away from it. Get away from it, but I feel like the multiplayer, like Call of Duty, Apex stuff. I need to get away from like there's a game called Sniper Ghost Warrior Contracts that came out in mm-hmm. December or November yep. that looks really freaking good and it's strategy like taking yeah. out a ton of guys without getting detected. Oh, this is why I or love you can play it, stuff so much. Can, yeah, it's absolutely strategy. Yeah, I actually almost bought uh, Ghost Recon the other day so that mean you could <sighs> play. It was like twenty bucks last week too. You should have told me. Was the GameStop, it? Yeah, the physical copy was twenty dollars. Wow. Well, <laughs> I didn't know you were interested. I would have. <laughs> I didn't know you were interested. I would have said something. That makes me sad. Yeah. So the the cursed child is called a botchling. B O X botchling. But no, no botch like botched like you like botched, you botched it. it. <laughs> like botched. it's a botched kid. And then Ooh, and then the ceremony terrible. turns it into what's called a lubberkin. Which oh. is, I guess what we, it's uh. Caleb's nickname. <laughs> no, lumber, that's his family Lubberkin Lubberkin's like a It's yeah, like Lubberkin. a derivation of Lieberkin Which means like a, a loved child Ooh It's a bastardization of it No, it's a different Germanic tone probably <laughs> It's like the Danish version Or the Welsh version Or something like that Variation Oh well, yeah, the pirates used to say Lubber for lover Like land lover was a lover Land lover, land yeah. lover yeah. yeah So, a, so yeah. a love child Yeah you turn it from a botched child to a loved child, and then it spirits free. Wow, wow, pretty yeah. cool. Is this happened in the show too? 
yeah. Um, yes, but the it's not taken care of, so the botchling turns into a full-blown striga. It turns into just a full-grown adult demon thing, monster. Yikes. So he's got to hunt it down and solve the riddle, solve the curse, which uh, he had to wait. He had to fight this thing in, in the right place till daytime and uh, not let it run away to its hidey hole, which I think was the mother's tomb or something like that. So he fought it till daytime and it turned back into the child. So pretty cool. Fuck! Yeah, the, show's, the show. You really do. It's fantastic. And if you're confused, just keep going. Because yeah. there's, there's yeah, three yeah, can. Three congruent timelines. It's amazing. Yeah. Who's streaming that? Netflix. The Flicks. Okay. The Flicks. It's it's ra- it's rated M for mature. Rated and everybody M-mom. everybody who didn't like the games because it was not enough like the books loved the show. Because it's based on the books. Yeah. It's been- <laughs> well, also, a lot of people said it's a little bit of both. It, it yeah. brought in some of the game too. So. Sure. Sure. All right. Well, I think that uh, covers our topic pretty well. Okay. Um, do we have a Do we have a Smurfy fact? They, oh, well, first before we move into that, does anybody else want to weigh in on the? Uh, oh, Ben, I didn't even ask you. What's the thing you want to get into? If do you have a title you want to try that you haven't played yet? What was that? <laughs> that I haven't played yet. I heard or that, that you've only played <laughs> a little bit of. Someone's keyboard farted and no one's saying anything. <laughs> no, I, mean, I, I feel like I've mentioned a bunch of stuff. I pushed it a little bit. And... Uh, I do want to. I do. I did men, mean to mention earlier. I'm completely fatigued with battle royale. Uh, I do want to try um, Apex with the new guy. I just, um, yeah, I'm pretty fatigued with BR. But um, are you fatigued with it? Do you think, or do you just not like you... it that much? I don't like that. You should have played with the test dummies on Apex because everybody was on the yeah. same playing and then field. There, yeah, there's a bunch of game modes I would have really enjoyed, like the the net, always be closing one, and the uh, there's one for yeah. respawns, I think. Uh, yeah, I should have, but I just didn't have time. Bad timing lately. Um, and then, uh, oh, snap, there was something else. Oh, I want to reinstall For Honor again because there's like, there's like 16 or 20 heroes now, and yeah, I think it'd be really fun think- if... Hate or just play. I think if enough of us reinstalled it and got into arena, it would it would feel like, um, uh, what's that funny game that we've been playing lately? <laughs> or uh, yeah, uh, Gang Beasts. Gang, Gang Beasts. Or Brawlhalla. It just, we need to get more people to get that. Yeah. We should play Gang Thanks. Beasts tonight for a little bit after the podcast. I might be down to play a little bit. I have a yeah. Seven, we can't I, do it long because she's getting Nan's got to get up early in the morning and I yeah. got to get up early in the morning. I, I do too. I have a seven a.m. I have a. I can camp out there. Oh, no, I'm not gonna make you camp out there. I put an air mattress up. I have a client at 7 a.m. <laughs> Ooh, nice. Don't know why. I, don't know why I agreed <laughs> to that. Nope. But. You were like, <laughs> you were like, what time works for you? And they were like seven, and you're like, cool. Fuck. If I hurry up, allowed. <laughs> if I hurry up, I can go back home and go to sleep. Mm. No. Probably not going to No, happen, no, 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 no. <laughs> That'd be funny. What'd you do? You went to the gym. What are you doing now? Going back to bed. <laughs> Take a bowl of cereal with you. <laughs> um, do we have a uh, Smurf fact for this week? Did anybody find a little... It's thing? uncommon. Wait. So yes, you do? Yeah, yes. All right, hold on. Fuck, just diving in. We have a segment at the end of the show we do 
Well, we give you a little bit of trivia. It's called our Smurf Facts, and we have a little ditty for it. I'm going to play it real quick. Smurf Facts, oh yeah. Boom. Nobody else can hear it, which is fine, because they used to give me shit about it, and now they can't, because it works, and they can't tell if it did or didn't. I heard ben, it. Ben, with our Smurf fact. Hey, say, yeah, see, she heard, heard it. it. Confirmation. Though it's uncommon, it since humans bathe more than your typical animal and don't shed as much hair or skin, some animals can still be allergic to humans. Like cats, according to popular science. However, it's more often because of the perfume or cologne we wear or soap we use. So animals can actually be allergic to us. Think, cats are assholes because they're allergic to people. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's turnabout is fair play with cats. Sure. That's why when you pet a cat, it likes it, and then a few seconds later, it's like, get the fuck off me. <laughs> 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 yeah. Dude, stop. Uh, I forgot. I'm bite you. I'm allergic to you. Oh, guys. this is pretty cool. 60% of the human brain is made out of fat. <laughs> I have got one powerful brain. We're all. I got, a, I got a fat ass brain. We're all fat heads. <laughs> Damn, son, that brain is thick. <laughs> Damn, son, that's that boy boy. thick. That's a my boy. <laughs> Stupid. Oh man! All right, so we wrap up our show every week, telling you guys what we're playing and uh, what we're watching, listening to, or reading that we want you guys to get into. Um, we've talked a lot about what we've been playing recently. So I'm going to jump in and say um, I've been watching Good Place. I just finished season three, and season four is past the first episode on Hulu. So I either have to wait until about September for Netflix, or I have to cave and buy it on Amazon. Mm. And I'll tell you what, probably going to cave and buy it on Amazon. Hey, sometimes you need to spend money on things that you like. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. And season three's ending was very good and, and sad. It finally resumed season one, so I, I'm going to start, start, and I loved oh, it. I'm season really, three is so emotional. There's gonna, moments in season three where, like, the the mood turns at a snap, and you're like, oh. I'm ooh, so glad I'm to crying. hear of a, of, a, of a show that allows the characters to develop like that. So mm-hmm. many do not. There's so well, one, one faceted. Yeah, I think it's because this show was made to grow and then conclude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It has a tra- had a trajectory. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's about ethics and mor- morality. <laughs> How can a show be actually about that and do it well and not have characters that grow? Wow. Yeah. I and guess they, you could do it about that and do it poorly, but yeah, the human make it all be humorous they and not yeah. have the the impact. And it's like made me like start reading stuff, <laughs> like stuff. Cool. Ethics. <laughs> like stuff on ethics and, and morality, like reading through uh, the Kierkegaard and Good nice. grief. Yeah. That, because they, that show? Yeah, they bring it up all the time. Wow. Yeah. That's nice. yeah. Um that's what I'm watching. Uh, listening to uh, a lot of game soundtracks. Um, going through some of my favorite soundtracks over the last decade and um, Anthem's up there, because that soundtrack's incredible. Um, but Deus Ex is if you haven't listened to the Human Revolution soundtrack, just listen to that over and over again. It's great. Um, nothing new, really, artist-wise. I mean, Eminem's album came out. That's all right. I'm not a huge hip-hop fan, though. Um, and then reading. I'm not reading anything right now, sadly. My wife's through, like, six books, though, so I feel perfectly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I drive past the library. <laughs> yeah. I've got so many books I need to read. I just need, uh-huh. to, I just need to read. So I'll get to, I'll get to reading. Um, Ryan, what are your boundaries for the week? Um, I've been playing Rocket League, Call of Duty, same shit over and over again. 
Um, <laughs> I've been watching a lot of movies, though, during the day. Um, I've watched Kong, Captain America, Winter Soldier, Civil War. Uh, I watched Phantom Menace today. And there was one part I almost sent to our little group chat. Um, <laughs> Obi-Wan is an asshole <laughs> in that movie. Because Qui-Gon comes back and, and Qui-Gon's like, hang on, I'll, I'll be right back to the ship. I gotta do one one more thing. And he goes, what useless life form have you found this time? <laughs> it's like, oh my god, dude, what a fucking dick. Like, That's why? Incredible. Why are you like this? Um, but yeah, so I've watched that today. Um, i just been, YouTube TV has a lot of good movies on it. And I've just been going through and rocking all those out. Dope. So... Um, listening to, um, not much. I only listen to things in the car, and I'm really out of the house anymore, so. Uh, do podcasts count as listening to? Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, well, I've been listening to The Office Ladies, which is, uh, Pam and Angela on, uh, talking about all the Office episodes one by one, and I've been listening to old episodes of Shit Show. Nice, thank you. (laughs) Six Minutes Shit Show. dangerous. Yeah, you'll run into some so. real gems. Awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, I, he, like I, I random, I, I randomly picked that one that that oh, no. uh, was like the that falling was out. I randomly picked it, and then like the beginning of the episode got hostile, and I was like, oh boy, oh, boy. no, thank you. <laughs> Hold on, oh, uh, so. we got stream issues. Somebody asked if the stream died. Uh, yeah, it I'm, looked like it did for a second, but now it seems fine. Never mind. Never I lost mind. a bunch okay. of frames. Sorry, guys. I don't know why. My internet's been fucky recently, and it was fucky this time of the year last year, too. Remember when I was having to unplug it and then plug it back in? Yeah, we were just talking yeah. about um, that. It's been a little finicky the last few days, so that's fun. Um, sorry, yeah, we had about 2,000 drop frames, so it was probably dead for about a minute. Sorry about that, y'all. Um, mm. But yeah, uh, thanks, Ryan, for sharing bounties. Um, ben, what are, you, what are you up to? Well, we finished The Good Place, and... Cried big old fat crocodile tears, so that's good. Uh, well, I did. Uh, Kim was just mad. <laughs> um, uh, mad? Yeah. Um, oh no. Yeah. Mm. She um, like the ending, huh? No, but she doesn't like when things end. So she probably just. Uh, yeah, I yeah. want more, and I'm just gonna be mad about it. Um, uh, da, 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 let me think. Uh, just the last week, uh, the only game I really got time for was Disintegration, so that was fun. I think I played all four days, two days of the private, two days of the public. So I, I got uh, probably ten hours into it. So that felt pretty cool. Uh, I've been into a big, pretty big uh, metal kick lately, and uh, I've been discovering along with my friends, uh, Devin Townsend, who was a part of Strapping Young Lad back in the day, but now he's um, uh, part of his own project, the Devin Townsend Project. And this guy is a freak of nature uh savant who's created uh what did we see like 20 30 albums in his lifetime yeah something something crazy like that just can't stop creating uh yeah he's got like uh he's got like manic depression so like he creates based on the depression he's going through and so like it comes out different almost every time yeah and not like wildly different but it changes in like distinct ways and it's ben played through like three or four things when i was finishing that coffee talk review and it each one was like Oh God, that's yeah, great. in a different way. That's yeah, great. Um, not reading anything. I finished some stupid marketing book called like 
this is it or something printed it like 14 point font double spaced like you had how to much did you pay for that it was like seven bucks but you had to like flip the page every every paragraph it's like a kid's book it was awful it's a boy is it a page turner yeah. let me guess this the book was how to make money how to make selling books yeah. <laughs> yeah. wouldn't that be great if at the end it was like gotcha best way, to, best way to make money is to sell books about bullshit that's about 20, making money. <laughs> 20 size font yeah sorry man um, uh, yeah let me think not reading any comics right now sadly uh, I did start the new uh, Wonder Woman Dead Dead Earth book, where Earth has been nuked and uh, Diana wakes up in a in a cryo chamber after the fact. So that's pretty cool. Damn, that would suck. Yeah. Um, and then I started reading uh, the Harley Quinn book, but it's too damn wordy, so I'm done with that. Gorgeous book though. But um, and then that should be everything. Dope. I believe. Man. No. Oh. Reading, listening to, watching. Man, and I have been playing. one dull lady lately. Um <laughs> I because I needed comforting comfort food sure. viewing, I went back and watched the whole Harry Potter saga. Nice. You know, because you yeah. revert to things that that like that and and, it, and when it ended, I got really emotional because it's just kind of like the end of the Star Wars. It's just like, dang. Yeah. It's over sure. again. So anyway, I really enjoyed it. Um, I haven't read anything in the last month, but I read um, uh, Water Dancer by um, Ta-Nehisi Coates. Ta-Nehisi Coates. Mm-hmm. Um, phenomenal story. It starts out just being a slave story. Then it becomes this weird folklore-ish fantasy <laughs> that, you know, African folklore, spiritual, mystical Oh, it's awesome! But it's also about the underground, um, the the underground railroad and nice. people involved in that. But tied it all into this beautiful African uh, mystical stuff is just gorgeous. So I read that. Haven't been listening to any music at all. So bah humbug me. Sure. <laughs> 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 and I haven't seen any new movies lately, so I'm in a dearth of new movies right now. Right. A dearth. You didn't listen to any music while packing. You know, I really... I don't think I could do I am, that. You know, I I, um, I go in, in, um, in like, gluts where I just listen to music 24 hours a day and always got my headsets on or my, or my tunes turned up, and then I'll just yeah. do, like, what I've done the last couple of weeks is just, like, silence. Which is really annoying yeah. because, um, yeah, because... Yeah, never mind. I won't go into it. Never mind. Um, <laughs> you, you hear too much what's going on around you. Now that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, it's nice to have music and or something to tune out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is there anything coming up that you're excited to go see? It's weird, man. It feels like nothing's coming out this year, and then all of a sudden it's like, boom. It's not, it's not that time of year. Everything. This is the wrong time of year. I guess. Right now, there's nothing coming out right now. Yeah, we're getting Birds of Prey like a week and a half, mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. That's really it. Well, dope. And Sonic. Sonic, yeah. Did you guys see Jim Carrey on the on the show on the Late Show? No, Steven but Colbert. I heard he was on. Yeah, was it, was, it, good? it was pretty great. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Well, okay, I I'm lie. I'm not that old to start watching the Late I lie. Show. I did see him coming out on stage with the um the the like doing the New, the New Orleans, Orleans thing. Yeah. Yeah, I did see that. That was pretty cool. And he was dancing, and he he's not a young guy anymore. And he, he sure sat isn't. down, and he was just. Oh. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But you know he's like a thousand percent when he's yeah 
he's on like that. It was really adorable. That's yeah, awesome. but he's, I didn't. He's had that. a rough decade too, so he didn't. He didn't age naturally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know the feeling. <laughs> right. Sure. <laughs> I think I've aged ten years in two. Right. Mm-hmm. Like a, like a president of the United States. Uh, Shoot. Yeah. Except it wasn't my responsibilities that did it. Sure. Or my ad living. Uh, <laughs> ad lib so bad I aged um, dope well thanks for everybody who uh, was on the stream we've got like 8 viewers right now and it's dope appreciate it um, thanks for interacting with us in chat tech mm-hmm. and zing and ryan of course throwing stuff out there um, if you want to watch this uh, later it'll be on twitch I'll throw it up on youtube as well um, on friday nope not on Friday probably because that's tomorrow um, probably get it on Saturday uh, if you uh, want to listen to it you can catch it on podcast services if you want to follow Nerdy Bits head to nerdybits.com <laughs> Ryan said you're welcome in the chat uh, head to nerdybits.com you can find all of our articles and podcasts there as well as all of our social links um, if you want to follow me you can do that anywhere at lovewub uh, Ben where can people find you uh, anywhere at Sketch Sawyer, including SketchSawyer.com. Dope. Ryan, where can we find you? Uh, Sergeant Sodium, uh, Xbox Mixer, uh, Twitter, and Instagram. And last and best, Nan, where can people find not only you, but the art that you make and post as well? Aww, most Well, I'm um, Calamity XTJ on Xbox. Okay. And uh, my um, Instagram is Christy underscore Sawyer. All right. And I actually think that's how you find me on Facebook, too. But Instagram has most of my art. Okay. Yeah, I kind of keep what that. Kind of, what kind of art do you make for the people who don't well, know? Well, the people that don't know, right now I'm doing mostly abstract alcohol ink. Um, seems to be very well received. People love it. But I've spent 30-plus years of my adult life becoming a figure and portrait painter. And then I make ink blots, and people love it. <laughs> it takes me 30, 40 hours to make a portrait. And or a figure painting, and it takes me, you know, at three or four, three or four hours to do it to it ink. But that's okay because people really love it, and it and it communicates. So I love it too. Also, it's super amazing to go if you can take the time to track back through our Instagram and like go from when that transition happened. Um, do watching that art as it evolves, and also knowing. That as a family, we used to go to the art museum and look at abstract art and be like, it's just colors. I don't understand. And then, like, now it's been, like, adopted as, like... It's it, it's my new career. Yeah, it's... It really is. Yeah, so it's really cool. So if you get the time on Instagram at... Uh, Christy Sawyer, underscore... Christy underscore... Mm-hmm. Uh, go back to some figure paintings and then move upwards as it yeah. transitions. Thank it's you. Really I cool. would appreciate if you did that. Yes. That'd be really nice. Yes, yes, yes. 100%. Well, thanks for coming on. Well, thank you for having me. I hope we didn't yeah. bore you. Thanks for, no. being a, thanks for being a part of this. Well, I yeah. hope I contributed something. And thank we're, we're going to get back to yeah. putting out proc gens as soon as she gets done moving. Yeah. But we should be out of the out of the, the weeds and, uh, after that. And I managed to spend a whole hour and 20 minutes talking about video games and didn't even mention Halo once. But I wanted to. That's right. Ben mentioned <laughs> Warframe, so we covered the okay, obligatory. Okay, okay. Yeah. The obligatory checkbox. <laughs> Uh, thanks everybody for listening uh, and watching I'm probably going to shut down stream after this because she's here and I want to let her sleep on an air mattress on a couch and that's going to be in my office um, but Ryan are you going to be on playing something later probably not on stream yeah. are you going to stream alright no. whatever 
Yeah. Stream- <laughs> Good night, <laughs> everybody. I didn't think about it. <laughs> Stream's going to end up here. Uh, thanks for watching, and you can catch us doing stuff uh, over the next week up until the next episode. Um, but yeah, stay cool. What was did we? It was it's, it was catch it's you. winter. Stay warm. It's winter. <laughs> yeah, really. Unless yeah, you're on the it. other side of the planet. If you're in the other hemisphere, stay cool. The bottom of the planet, yeah. Um, yeah. The bottom, yeah. <laughs> yeah anyway. that, that, I, if you're in the ass and the earth, s- stay cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Take it easy. Bye. See you.